step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You're listening to the BBM Global Network with 25 years in broadcast audio and video production. Our passionate team creates content and marketing for the world of Internet talk radio. If you've got a passion, come join us at BBMGlobalNetwork.com. The BBM Global Network. Your voice is now heard. This is Real Talk with Lori, with your host, Lori Bowen. Lori is the author of Life Lessons I Learned from My Dog, and she is here to inspire and help you transform yourself with her faith, compassion, and great empathy for others. So now, please welcome the host of Real Talk with Lori, Lori Bowen. Welcome to Real Talk with Lori. You're, you're on the Bold Brave Media Network. This is Lori Bowen. I'm your host. Thanks for joining me. It's Friday, February the 1st, and I'm pretty sure throughout the listening audience, everybody's having a very cold day. It's all across Canada and the United States, this really cold front. So I hope you're staying warm. I'm uh, back at the Brigadoon restaurant in Oxford Mills, Ontario, that beautiful restaurant I keep talking about. Uh, today's special is a herb crusted haddock with balsamic and maple reduction over risotto and fresh asparagus. Their soup of the day is beef vegetable, and I had it. It was delicious. So come on down. If you mention that you heard about it on Real Talk with Lori, you'll get a free dessert. And the desserts here are amazing. So my topic today uh, comes from a book I've been reading. I got it for Christmas from my daughter, and she's very smart, this girl, because I love this, this memoir. And I'll give you a hint. She's a singer, and I'm going to do my best to just give you a little rendition of one of her more popular songs. Ready? What's love got to do, got to do with it? What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do, got to do with it? Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? What's love? You got the idea, right? The fabulous Tina Turner. Did you know that there is a musical being played right now in London, England? Um, Tina, the musical, all about her life. I got this book. Her book was just released this past year, Tina Turner, My Love Story. It's her memoir. 
Yeah, it's your memoir. But that's not really what my topic is today. My topic is domestic violence. And the reason why I wanted to start off with Tina Turner is because she's extremely famous. If you haven't heard of her, I don't know where you've been. Uh, she's in her 70s now. She still looks amazing. Um, she's been going through some health issues the last several years, but for the most part, she's got been working, working, working for many, 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 many years. But she was also the victim of domestic violence. She was married to, as most of you probably know, a man named Ike Turner. Tina and Ike were very famous in the 60s and 70s, but he was very troubled man who indulged in drugs and alcohol and he beat the living crap out of her on a regular basis, controlled her, told her what she could wear, what she could, how she should sing. If she didn't sing the way he wanted her to sing, then she, there'd hell to play for it. Um, you know, somebody as famous and wealthy and apparently have everything going for her. If somebody like her can be the victim of domestic violence, then, hey, it can happen to any of us. So one of the I just want to read a little quote that she wrote that's on the on her book. She says, and you know what I say to people who ask, what do you do when the odds are against you? I say you keep going. You just don't stop. No matter if there's one slap to the face, turn the other cheek. And the hurt you're feeling, you can't think about what's being done to you now or what's been done to you in the past. You just have to keep going. And she's absolutely right there. I know that right now there's people listening that are in a situation with a intimate partner where you are experiencing domestic violence. I want you to know that there is always a way out. And I, I just want to bring up this topic so that uh, we need to talk about it more. Because as I was uh, looking through some of the stats, I think you're going to be surprised to find out where it's not getting better. It's actually getting worse. And domestic violence is increasing. Uh, death by an intimate partner is one of the leading causes of death for women. So it is definitely an issue that we have to keep talking about. Tina Turner is the long-reigning queen of rock and roll and living legend. She sets the record straight in about her illustrious career and complicated personal life in this eye-opening and compelling memoir. From her early years in Nutbush, Tennessee, to her rise to fame alongside Ike Turner, to her phenomenal success in the 1980s and beyond, Tina candidly examines her personal history, her trials, her triumphs, and everything in between. She shares stories from her years working alongside the biggest names in music. Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, David Bowie, Beyonce, Brian Adams, Canadian. And she writes about unexpectedly meeting the love of her life in 1986 and marrying him 27 years later. As Tina says, sometimes the greatest happiness we know comes just when we are able to appreciate it. She's been faced with an array of health issues and family tragedies in recent years. And she reflects on her own extraordinary life's journey, finding grace and purpose, even in the darkest hours. My Love Story is an explosive and inspiring story of a woman who dared to break any barriers put in her way, empathetically showcasing Tina's signature blend of grit, energy, heart and soul. This memoir is as enthralling and moving as any of her greatest hits. 
This is a quote that's on the back of her book that she wrote. I did dangerous things and dangerous things were done to me. But in the 11th hour, something always told me when to run, how to survive. No matter what happened to me, I came through it every time. I decided, well, maybe I'm supposed to live. Maybe I'm here for a reason and maybe the reason is to share my story with you. So some of you may have seen her movie back in the 90s. Uh, It was called What's Love Got to Do With It? And it really was graphic. It really showed uh, her being beat and blood. And oh, my goodness, it was very graphic. I remember seeing it um, in Bayshore in, in Ottawa with my sister. And we both had been victims of domestic violence. So it triggered us a bit to have to watch it. But the strength that it took for her to tell her truth is so admirable. And as I was preparing for this show and this topic, I wanted to just give you some idea of domestic violence in Canada. Some of the um, statistics are really quite disturbing. Now, it shouldn't come as a surprise to anybody that women are usually the victims in these cases. Um, Not always. So if you're a man and you've experienced domestic violence, I would love for you to call in. Um, Men often won't report it. They don't want to talk about it. It's embarrassing. They're ashamed. But in, in counseling sessions, I've talked to many, many, many men that have had an aggressive partner that, you know, pushed them, kicked them, bit them. Uh, spat in their face, all kinds of horrible things. And yet the men are afraid to do anything to protect themselves, right? They they often say, I never hit her, I never did anything, you know. So it absolutely does happen the other way around. It just doesn't happen as, as much. Um, 25% of all violent crimes that are reported to police involve your family. What does that say about families? Maybe that's one of the reasons why I chose to become a family therapist. Stay tuned. I got to take a short commercial break. I'll be right back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. French Rastafarian baker Chef Ugmat is a fourth generation baker and has worked in 11 countries across three continents. Born in Mulhouse, France, he began apprenticing in his father's bakery at age 12 and has devoted his life to learning cultures of the world from inside kitchens across the globe. He also teaches traditional French baking by hosting demonstrations and classes, and his passion for baking is reflected in his delicious confections. With a deep respect for discipline and his Rastafarian way of life, Chef Ouvmat exemplifies commitment to tradition and culture in a global world. Traveling extensively and combining a myriad of flavors into his recipes, Chef Ugmat brings a unique approach to baking. To read more about the French Rastafarian baker, visit www.frenchchefoug.com. That's H-U-G-U-E-S. Bon appétit and bless up. Joseph A. Moylan is the owner of Ion Health, which specializes in very unique medical devices. Ion Health offers biomats, alkalife, and frequency machines. Biomats are a far infrared and negative ion emitting FDA approved medical device. With many different sizes available, you can place them on your bed, on a massage table, or on a seat in your car. It is an unobtrusive way to health. Alkalife machines are water ionizers that cleanse and raise the alkalinity of your tap water, making high alkaline water. 
Frequency machines utilize certain frequencies to kill viruses and bacteria. These devices are safe and effective. Coming from a health-conscious background and studying physiology at the Academy of Natural Health, Joseph A. Moylan has 15 years of experience in the health field and wants to help you live a healthy, long life. Visit www.ionhealthbiomats.weebly.com or call 765-520-2988. Don't let your health go astray. Get in touch today. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. I'm Lori Bowen. Just discussing today about domestic violence. And before the break, I was starting to give you some of the stats that I discovered about domestic violence in Canada. 25% of all violent crimes involve your family. 20 That's pretty high stat, eh? 70% of the victims of police reported, and we know there's lots of not reported, uh, family violence are against girls or women. The police reported rates of intimate partner violence are highest among women 25 to 34 years of age. 25% of all police reported violence against children and youth are committed by a family member with girls four times more likely than boys to be victims of sexual assault or other sexual offenses by a family member. 65% of spouses accused of homicide had a history of family violence involving the victim. This was most often the case when the spousal victim was estranged from their partner, including those divorced and separated. So something that I noticed in these stats is it does talk a lot about it's if anybody's going to hurt you or kill you, it's probably going to be somebody in your family. Um, some other stats from... Uh, our our government about family violence is it a problem in Canada it sure is almost 67% of family violence victims according to a 2016 um, report were women and girls that's a quarter of our population that are experiencing domestic violence the stats are discouraging because it's showing us that domestic violence is actually getting worse. Just to give you a clear idea of what it means to be involved in domestic violence. Domestic violence is when one person uses his or her power to control another person. Although both men and women can be victims of domestic violence, as we all know, the overwhelming majority of this violence involves men abusing women. Abuse occurs in intimate relationships, whether you're married, common law, dating, and also between opposite sex and same-sex partners. Abuse does not happen because the abuser is stressed or addicted to drugs or alcohol. It is an intentional action on the part of the abuser to control the actions of the victim. And that is the key in all kinds of abuse is control is the issue. The violence is used to intimidate, humiliate, or frighten victims or to make them feel powerless. Typically, domestic violence starts out as one type of abuse, sometimes emotional or psychological abuse, which I'll discuss in a minute. And then it changes into another form, stalking and physical violence, for example, as the abuser feels a greater need to control the victim. Domestic violence may include a single act of abuse or acts that may appear minor or trivial when viewed in isolation, but collectively form a pattern that amounts to abuse. 
We all have the right to be free from domestic violence. Whoever you are, wherever you are, domestic violence is never the answer. It is never appropriate to hit, hurt, any kind of abuse against anybody, really. Whether it's, and especially you would think we wouldn't be hitting or hurting our loved ones. But unfortunately, it is often the family that, that you know, really are our perpetrators very often. This is such an epidemic, not just in third world countries, but across the globe. And in Canada, it's getting worse, which is really disturbing. I would think that, you know, with our educating and media that we would be making headway on this and we're not. Just to talk about the types of abuse, because some people think that if he's not hitting you, then it's not abuse. And if he only, you know, kind of puts you down and talks down to you occasionally, then, you know, I'll just put up with it. And, you know, but verbal, emotional, psychological, sexual, financial, physical, all different types of abuse. Emotional and psychological abuse occur when the abuser uses verbal threats to make their partner feel bad about themselves, their body, or their behavior. This type of violence is intended to isolate the victim, cause them to have low self-esteem, and become totally dependent on the abuser. Ongoing and intense criticism is an example. Name-calling and other forms of verbal abuse designed to hurt, embarrass, and humiliate. Threats to harm you or threats and violence towards harming your family members, your friends, co-workers, and sometimes even your pets, and destroying your personal property, making threats about your immigration, your marital, custody and access. All of these things are considered emotional and psychological abuse. When I, uh, in my first marriage, I was in graduate school to become a social worker and they talked about the cycle of abuse, which I'm going to get to in a minute. And I was in a relationship where my now ex-husband never hit me, never touched me, never caused me any physical harm, but he would rage, call me every name in the book, call my family every name in the book, put me down, try to control me, not be happy if I wanted to go out and make, make it hard for me to go out. All of those things were psychological abuse. And it wasn't until I was actually sitting in a class learning about the cycle of abuse, which I knew about, I knew well about it, that the light bulb went on and I went, oh my goodness, I am in an abusive relationship. Just because he didn't hit me doesn't mean it's not abuse. Another area that is uh, used a lot in elder abuse is financial control and abuse. And that occurs when the partner controls the money and does not allow the victim to have any money of their own. A lot of women stay in unhealthy and abusive relationships simply because they don't have the resources to leave. They have to come up with first and last month's rent. They have to find a place to rent. They have to find somebody to help them move. They need a truck. They need people that are able to pick up couches. And, you know, there's so much involved just to move. And then can you imagine having to plan a move with children in tow and then not 
uh, you know, making sure that your your partner doesn't know about it, keeping it all secret. It's it's quite daunting, and it's why we have uh, shelters in every major city across our country. There's um, in Brockville area near where I live. There's Interval House in Ottawa. There's many shelters, and I'm really happy to report that a lot of these domestic violence shelters are starting to accept pets. Isn't that wonderful? Um, when when you're trying to leave a violent situation, the last thing you want to do is leave your cat or dog behind. So I think it's great that they're starting to take in animals. We have to take another short commercial break. Please stay tuned. We'll be back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. Renaissance woman, trailblazer, maverick. Those are just some of the words to describe to Chandra Poulard, owner and CEO of House Virgo Entertainment, LLC, a woman minority veteran-owned entertainment company based in Washington, D.C., Ms. Poulard served 10 years honorably in the United States Navy and departed from active duty to pursue her dreams of becoming an entertainment mogul. House of Virgo Entertainment offers script writing, producing, directing, DJ services, editing, and more. They cater to businesses, corporations, college students, working professionals, aspiring artists and nonprofit organizations, and employ veterans of the armed forces. Tashandra Poulard is pioneering the way we view media and taking her brand global. Visit her at www.houseofvirgoentertainment.com or call 281-515-3740 and like her on Facebook at House of Virgo Entertainment, LLC. Attorney Renee Marie Smith is changing the way we sell real estate. She wrote a series of books called My Short Sale Guru Guides for all real estate practitioners. Whether you're a homeowner wanting to understand the process, an agent who has been handling short sales for years, or an industry analyst wanting to know how short sales impact your business, Renee uses her vast real estate experience to take a comprehensive look at the recent market phenomenon while relaying it in an easy-to-understand format. Through her company, Smith Title Services, Renee has counseled thousands of short sale participants and processed in excess of a thousand short sales. Her knowledge is transformational for real estate professionals and laymen alike, and her live presentations provide people the opportunity to ask specific questions about their issues. Buy her books and schedule her to speak at your next event. Visit www.smithtitleservices.com or call 305-705-3428 or email her at renee at smithtitleservices.com. Isn't it time to sell your property today? Learn the My Short Sale Guru way. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori, and I'm Lori Bowen. We're talking about what's love got to do with it, that famous movie by Tina Turner and the song. I started off uh, referring to her book that just came out recently, her memoir called My Love Story. She was a victim of domestic violence, and I remember being in university back when I was in my 20s, and the dean of the School of Dramatic Arts, where I went to school, I did an interview with her because she had left an abusive relationship. And I was really, really surprised that this woman, who was the head of a university department, the dean of it, so smart, had resources, had wealth, had knowledge and prestige, and yet she too was the victim of domestic violence and she stayed for many, many, many years like many women do, to try to make it work, right? The problem is, is that if somebody is abusive and controlling, 
um, until they come to a place where they say, you know what, I got some issues, I need to get some help, until they can acknowledge that, yes, I do have a problem and I need to get some help, they are not going to change. And I think a lot of women will sit around year after year after year after year, hoping and praying and waiting for him to change, and he absolutely won't. So I really believe that there needs to be more supports in helping women to leave uh, abusive situations. For example, something that just happened in Ottawa is there's a moving company that will move women from abusive situations for free. Now, isn't that awesome? For free. Uh, and, and the whole idea of allowing uh, women to bring pets into um, the shelters, I think, is another great idea. Here's uh, an area that is part of domestic violence that I, unfortunately, as a young person, uh, had to experience, and it's stalking. Stalking occurs when someone maintains unwanted contact between the offender, who is the stalker, and a victim. Stalking is not about love. It's about power, control, and intimidation. It's a step towards increased violence. It's not just an obsession. Possible signs of stalking that make it criminal harassment are repeated phone calls, messages, or emails that annoy or threaten you sending you things that you don't want, following you or your children, family or friends, taking your mail, trying to get private information about you from other people, entering your home uninvited, vandalism or harming pets. Those are all signs of stalking. When I was probably around 18 or 19, I got involved with an older man that was extremely violent and he stalked me. He, I was going to college at the time and he would come to my college and he stole my winter coat out of my locker so that I would have to talk to him. I remember hiding in a little corner store while I was waiting for the bus to get away from him and he would follow my bus all the way home. It, it's, it's terrifying being stalked. Another form of abuse, which is the one that most of us uh, comes to mind when we're thinking about domestic violence, is physical violence, which occurs when the abuser uses physical strength and force to control. Again, it's all about control. So hitting, punching, slapping, kicking, shoving, pushing, dragging, and pulling hair, restraining, confining, standing in a doorway and not allowing you to leave, binding, spitting, biting, choking, burning with fire, like it just goes on and on any physical strength or force to control you and then there's sexual violence which occurs when the abuser uses sex to control the partner and to fulfill his or her own needs some uh, examples would be unwanted or forced sexual contact withholding sex physical or intimate contact exposure to and or forced participation in pornography refusal to use protection uh, to prevent pregnancy or sexually transmitted diseases sexually humiliating and demeaning comments jokes or accusations all fall under sexual violence as I was saying, in every community, there is a shelter. So if you know somebody that's going through this, help them, help them, give them information. There's counselors at these um, shelters. You don't have to go and live there. You can be an outpatient and just receive counseling. One of the ways that I try to help women in particular um, is I recommend a book 
that I have, I read when I was in my 20s. And it's one of the best books out there because it addresses this whole issue of women who tend to continue with the same pattern of getting involved in abusive relationships. I met a lawyer in Windsor who actually bought this book by the case and handed it out to her female clients. It's written by Robin Norwood and it's called Women Who Love Too Much. Let me just read you what it says on the back of the book. Do you find yourself attracted again and again to troubled, distant, moody men while nice guys seem boring? Now, to keep in mind, um, this doesn't just happen in male, you know, from the female perspective. Men, too, are attracted to troubled, distant, moody women. Do you obsess over men or women who are emotionally unavailable, addicted to work, hobbies, alcohol, or other women and men? Do you neglect your friends and your own interests to be immediately available for him or her? Do you feel empty without him or her, even though being with him or her is torment? Robin Norwood's groundbreaking work will enable you to recognize the roots of your destructive patterns of relating and provide you with a step-by-step guide to a more rewarding way of living and loving. I recommend this book a lot, and I uh, read it many, many years ago. It was first published in 1985, so that's how long it's been around. So recently, I received it in the mail. I had lent it to a lady who I was counseling all probably well over two years ago now. And I knew this book was missing, but I couldn't remember who I had lent it to. And she finally mailed it back to me. And I thought, you know what? I think I need to reread this book. So I started rereading it. And I'm just going to read the first. It's called The Preface to You. Highly encourage you to get this book. It's a difficult book to read, especially if you tend to be in a codependent relationship, but it can literally change your life. When being in love means being in pain, we are loving too much. When most of our conversations with intimate friends are about him or her, his problems, his thoughts, his feelings, or her problems, her thoughts, her feelings, and nearly all our sentences begin with he, we're loving too much. When we excuse his moodiness, bad temper, indifference, or put downs as problems due to an unhappy childhood, we try to become his therapist. We are loving too much. Stay tuned. I got to take another short break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.BetterHomeAndGarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. BetterHomeAndGarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, BetterHomeAndGarden.com. BetterHomeAndGarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. Horses, mystical, present, past, and future, all in one. 
wild, free, domestic, and healing for everyone. Betty Hames knows this and has put her horses to good use with Nature Connect Equine Coaching. Her mission is to help people affected by the loss of hope and trust in their lives and to rediscover the wonders of nature through nature-connected learning so they can rebuild their lives and live peacefully with newfound hope, trust, and joy. Betty Hames is also a certified elite life coach, a Washington State certified counselor, and chemical dependency professional. She is passionate about partnering nature with healing, and through horses, she sees amazing results and transformation in lives that might have otherwise been lost. Call 509-830-9225 and visit her at HamesLifeCoaching.com. Hold your horses. You're in for the ride of your life. Welcome back. I'm Lori Bowen, and you're listening to Real Talk with Lori. I'm just reading a short uh, excerpt from the book, Women Who Love Too Much. When we read a self-help book and underline all the passages we think would help him or her, we're loving too much. When we don't like many of his or her basic characteristics, values, and behaviors, but we put up with them thinking that if we were only attractive and loving enough, he, he or she will want to change for us, then we are loving too much. When our relationship jeopardizes our emotional well-being and perhaps even our physical health and safety, we are definitely loving too much. In spite of all of its pain and dissatisfaction, loving too much is such a common experience for many women that we almost believe that it is the way intimate relationships are supposed to be. Most of us have loved too much at least once, or for many of us, it has been a recurrent theme in our lives. Some of us have become so obsessed with our partner and our relationship that we're barely able to function. In this book, we'll take a hard look at the reasons why so many women looking for someone to love them seem inevitably to find unhealthy, unloving partners instead. And we will explore why, once we know a relationship is not meeting our needs, we nevertheless have such difficulty ending it. We will see that loving turns into loving too much when our partner is inappropriate, uncaring, or unavailable, and yet we cannot give him up or her up. In fact, we want him or her, and we need him or her even more. We'll come to understand how our wanting to love, our yearning for love, our loving itself becomes an addiction. Addiction is a frightening word. It conjures up images of heroin users jabbing needles into their arms and leading obviously self-destructive lives. We don't like the word and we don't want to apply the concept to the way we relate to men or women, but many, many of us have been man junkies or women junkies. And like any other addict, we need to admit the severity of our problem before we can begin to recover from it. If you've ever found yourself obsessed with a man or a woman, you may have suspected that the root of that obsession was not love, but fear. We who love obsessively are full of fear. Fear of being alone, fear of being unlovable, unworthy, fear of being ignored or abandoned or destroyed. We give our love in the desperate hope that the man or woman with whom we're obsessed will take care of our fears. Instead, the fears and our obsession deepen until giving love in order to get it back becomes a driving force in our lives. And because our strategy doesn't work, we try, we love even harder. We love too much. 
I first recognized the phenomenon of loving too much as a specific syndrome of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors after several years of counseling alcohol and drug abusers. Having conducted hundreds of interviews with addicts and their families, I made a surprising discovery. Sometimes the chemically dependent patients I interviewed grew up in troubled families. Sometimes they did not, but their partners nearly always came from severely troubled families in which they had experienced greater than normal stress and pain. By struggling to cope with their addictive mates, these partners, known in the alcoholism field as co-alcoholics, were unconsciously recreating and reliving significant aspects of their childhood. Let me say that one more time, because that's what we're doing when we get involved in unhealthy relationships. We are unconsciously recreating and reliving significant aspects of our childhood. It was mostly from the wives and girlfriends of addictive men that I began to understand the nature of loving too much. Their personal histories revealed their need for both the superiority and the suffering they experienced in their savior role and helped me make sense of the depth of their addiction to a man who was in turn addicted to a substance. It was clear that both partners in these couples were equally in need of help. Indeed, that both were literally dying of their addictions. He from the effects of chemical abuse and she from the effects of extreme stress. These co-alcoholic women clarified for me the incredible power and influence their childhood experiences had on their adult patterns of relating to men. They have something to tell all of us who have loved too much about why we have developed our predilection for troubled relationships, how we can perpetuate our own problems, and how, most importantly, we can change and get well. I do not intend to imply that women are the only ones who love too much. Some men practice this obsession with relationships with as much fervor, fervor as any woman could and their feelings and behaviors, behavior issues from same kinds of childhood experiences and dynamics. However, most men who have been damaged in childhood do not develop an addiction to relationships. Due to an interplay of cultural and biological factors, they usually try to protect themselves and avoid their pain through pursuits which are more external than internal, more impersonal than personal. Their tendency is to become obsessed with work, sports, or hobbies, while due to the cultural and biological forces working on her, the woman's tendency is to become obsessed with a relationship, perhaps with just such a damaged and distant man. Hopefully this book will be of help to anyone who loves too much, but it is primarily written for women because loving too much is primarily a female phenomenon. Its purpose is very specific to help women with destructive patterns of relating to men recognize that fact, understand the origin of these patterns and gain the tools for changing their lives. But if you're a woman who loves too much, I feel it only fair to caution you that this is not going to be an easy book to read. Indeed, if the definition fits and you nevertheless breeze through this book unstirred and unaffected, or you find yourself bored or angry or unable to concentrate on the material presented here, or only able to think about how much it would help someone else, I suggest that you try rereading the book again at a later time. We all need to deny what is too painful or too threatening for us to accept. 
Denial is a natural means of self-protection, operating automatically and unbidden. Perhaps at a later reading, you'll be able to face your own experiences and deeper feelings. Read slowly, allowing yourself to relate both intellectually and emotionally to these women and their stories. The case histories in this book may seem extreme to you. I assure you that the opposite is true. The personalities, characteristics, and histories that I have encountered among hundreds of women I have known personally and professionally who fit the category of loving too much are by no means exaggerated here. We got to take another short break. Please stay with me. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori, and I'm Lori Bowen. For over 50 years, Evelyn Stapula has been a loving advocate for people with disabilities throughout the state of Pennsylvania. President and founder of Big Heart Bridges, her organization actively campaigns for legislation and support of civil liberties that meet the needs of disabled individuals with housing, transportation, and employment. Ms. Stapula has joined forces with a variety of esteemed organizations that advocate for the disabled. She serves on the board of the United Cerebral Palsy of Pittsburgh and the Governor's Cabinet and Advisory Committee for People with Disabilities, and she is a consultant for the Pennsylvania Governor's Conference for Women. Her many efforts have led to the implementation of a transportation program for the disabled with the Access Paratransit System of Allegheny County. Evelyn Stapoulis drives daily to serve the interests of the disabled, to protect their freedoms, and enable them to live normal public lifestyles. To learn more, please call 412-491-2605 or email Evelyn at ers92645 at verizon.net. Do you battle with weight loss? There is a solution. Founder of Weight No More Consulting, Deborah Simons, can help you lose weight safely and effectively through weight loss surgery. I know. I had the surgery two years ago, and I am 135 pounds lighter and medication-free. This full-service weight loss center caters to your every need as you navigate to a healthy weight following surgery. Servicing all of Canada, Weight No More Consulting takes pride in its compassionate care and guides you through each step before and after surgery. Starting with informational meetings, Weight No More Consulting educates each potential client before they decide to have surgery on the health risks of obesity and the various weight loss surgeries available. After surgery, Weight No More Consulting provides a solid support system with ongoing meetings to ensure continued success. Deborah Simons and Weight No More Consulting are committed to promoting your health and wellness through maintaining a healthy weight for life. Each believer believes that her problem is not as bad even as she relates with compassion to the plight of other women who, in her opinion, have real troubles. It is one of the ironies of life that we women can respond with such sympathy and understanding to the pain in one another's lives while remaining so blinded to and by the pain in our own. I know this only too well, having been a woman who loved too much most of my life until the toll took my physical and emotional health was so severe that I was forced to take a hard look at my pattern of relating to men. I have spent the last several years working hard to change that pattern, and they have been the most rewarding years of my life. I hope that for all of you who love too much, this book will not only help you to become more aware of the reality of your condition, but will encourage you to begin to change it as well by redirecting your love attention away from your obsession with a man and towards your own recovery and your own life. And here is a second warning. This is in this book, as in so many self-help books, a list of steps to take in order to change. 
Should you decide that you really do want to change and follow these steps, it will require, as all therapeutic change does, years of work and nothing short of your total commitment. There are no shortcuts out of the pattern of loving too much in which you are caught. It is a pattern learned early and practiced well, and to give it up will be frightening, threatening, and constantly challenging. This warning is not meant to be, discourage you. After all, you will most certainly be facing a struggle throughout those years ahead if you don't change your pattern of relating. But in that case, your struggle will not be toward growth, but merely toward survival. And the choice is yours. If you choose to begin the process of recovery, you will change from a woman who loves someone else so much it hurts into a woman who loves herself enough to stop the pain. I'd love to hear stories, your stories of uh, relationships, both male and females. And I especially would love to hear from men that have been in uh, domestic violence, have experienced that in their relationships. As I mentioned, it's all about control. And people that grow up and become abusers often were very abused as children. That doesn't mean that everybody that's experienced childhood trauma is gonna become a predator or an abuser. That does, in fact, that doesn't happen very often. But it, you know, if you look at a lot of the mass shootings, um, especially across the United States, a lot of them are young men, white men, that were bullied in school and they kind of lose it. They might have some type of uh, Asperger's, uh, so they're socially awkward. They're not really, uh, don't have a lot of friends. I mean, we find all these situations out after the fact. I just want to really uh, send out the message that if you have to control your partner, you really shouldn't be in a relationship. And if there's a man out there that knows that he's not good in relationships, please don't get into relationships. Don't trick people. Just stay by yourself and get some help. There's, you know, I know it's not as easy in the United States because you don't have the same healthcare system as we do, but in Canada, you everybody can see a counselor for free. Uh, most doctor's offices have social workers. We have sexual assault crisis centers. We have all kinds of programs, social programs, uh, free counseling. Even some of the hospitals offer free psychology visits. And, of course, psychiatry is covered through our OHIP plan. So there is lots of opportunity to get help, a support group, reading a book like uh, Women Who Love Too Much, looking for a support group, uh, finding some positive hobbies in your life, rather than, you know, doing the same old, same old of going out to the bars and drinking too much and obsessing over people. Um, find something find something that brings positive into your life. So if there's something that you love doing that you haven't done in a long time, go and do it. Domestic violence shouldn't happen, but, you know, if you're in a relationship and you have children and you're being hurt, not necessarily physically, but maybe your partner uh, constantly puts you down, never finds anything good in you, is always pointing out, criticizing, um, maybe even some name calling. If your children are watching this, this is not good for children. So that mentality of we're going to stay together 
you know, until the kids are older and leave home and go off to school or start their own lives. We're just going to stay together for the sake of the children. Let me be the first to tell you, you are doing your child harm by staying. Any child that lives in that kind of environment where you're always walking on eggshells and you never know from minute to minute what's going to happen, what that creates in someone's life is fear. And we can either operate under fear or we can operate under love. But when you have had fear put into you from infant and you grew up in that kind of fear, when you're an adult, you're going to experience problems probably in relationships. You might have some anxiety. You might experience depression. All of these things come out of our childhood, which is why we have psychotherapy. Psychotherapy is all about going back to your childhood to try to figure out the root issue. Most of our problems are rooted in what we believe. So, for example, a, a very common uh, belief that comes as a result of childhood sexual assault is the victim often feels that they're not good enough, that they're not worthy. They feel a sense of they did something wrong, even though they did nothing wrong. For some reason, that's the way that children feel. They feel dirty, and that follows them. Unless it is changed, unless uh, they go through some counseling and they learn that that is actually a lie, um, people will operate under that lie well into their adult lives and some people always operate under the lie of i'm not good enough so what that creates is extremely low self-esteem and then when you're under that kind of pressure you make decisions and choices that are usually negative um hanging around with people People that are not positive that kind of pull you down and it keeps you in this on this rat race of dysfunction so I just want to encourage anybody that's whether you're being called names or you're not allowed to manage the finances in my work as a social worker when I would go into the home of people and and do an assessment and one one part of the assessment is always about finances a lot of elderly people would be very offended that I wanted to know about their money. But you can find out a lot about a couple when you ask them, how do you manage your money? How much does your husband make? Do you know how much he makes? Like, do you know anything about the finances? It's very, uh, very eye-opening. Stay tuned. we got to take another short break. I'll be right back. It's Real Talk with Lori. Introducing BetterHomeAndGarden.com. That's www.betterhomeandgarden.com with just the letter N in Better Home and Garden. Betterhomeandgarden.com offers you the highest quality products on the market that are environmentally safe and effective and to make them available to you at the lowest possible prices. Betterhomeandgarden.com understands that kind of creativity and do-it-yourself attitude. Thus, we developed our website, betterhomeandgarden.com. Betterhomeandgarden.com offers you the following products right online. Bath, bedding, collectibles, craft, sewing and hobby, food and beverage, furniture, home decor, kitchen and dining, lamps and lighting, large appliances, musical instruments, outdoor cooking, patio items, pet supplies, plant and garden, rug and floor coverings, small appliances, travel and luggage, and so much more. Better Home and Garden is an online retailer offering a wide variety of high-quality brand-name merchandise at discount prices. Our service is personal and we aim to please. Visit us at www.betterhomeandgarden.com. Make your home your own. 
Did you know that your beliefs create your entire reality, but it's the subconscious beliefs that do most of the creating? Belief Shifter and Life Coach Shiraz can help you identify those limiting beliefs and eliminate them, often in a single session. Like it was almost instant, like I had relief right away. Creating better health, relationships, careers, and finances. Let Shiraz help you step out of safety and into awareness. Definitely something's happening. Uh, it's like a, a flow inside. You know, it feels good. Whether in person or online, Shiraz provides personal coaching, belief shifting. Visit Shiraz at energeticmagic.com or call 416-529-7429. Energetic Magic on the BBM Global Network, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. Find your greater happiness. Be well. Be aware. Be magical. Welcome back. You're listening to Real Talk with Lori. I'm Lori Bowen. I wanted to thank all of my listeners that have been hanging in there with me over the last 24 weeks. This is my 24th show that I was contracted to do on this network, and I won't be continuing. But you can find me on YouTube. I'll be doing some live things on YouTube. And then there's always social media, um, posting on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm Lori Bowen. L-A-U-R-I-E-B-O-W-E-N dot C-A is my website, or you can email me at info at lauriebowen dot C-A. I also have my website you can find also uh, is called Sacred Acres. Something that I got into in the last year and a half, I've spoken about before, is equine therapy. Equine-assisted psychotherapy. I encourage you to look into this, especially if you have any type of Fear-related illness such as anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, depression, um, and even some things like the autism, anybody on the autism spectrum. Horses and animals, as many people know, are very in tune to how we're feeling. So what they do is they provide a mirror for your life. So when I go out with, with my horses, if I'm really sad... They will come up to me, they will try to nuzzle me, they will try to give me some attention by using their mouth and trying to give me kisses and they're just, they know how you're feeling. So spending time with animals and horses, dogs even, um, can really help us to regain the trust that we've lost. Like most of us know as we go through life, you know, we... Our trust is broken over and over and over and over again. I just want to encourage you, just like what Tina Turner says in her memoir, you got to keep moving. Every day there's a new chance to be full of gratitude. I really encourage every morning when I get up, I do my sun salutation a few times. And I the first thing out of my mouth is thank you. Thank you for this day. Thank you for the warmth of the sun. Thank you that I have a home. Thank you that I have horses. You know, I'm grateful for all of the things that God the Creator has brought into my life. And I believe that if you wake up every day with that kind of gratitude in your heart, it really makes the day go better. Uh, and I just, again, want to encourage anybody that's within this listening audience that is living in a domestic violence situation to please reach out. Um, Google uh, shelters, women's shelters shelters in your community I'm sure there is one they can help you make a plan it often does take 
uh, plan. Um, it doesn't happen overnight that you make a decision to leave. And especially if you have children and there's issues with finances and all of it, it can get very uh, complicated. But I want you to know Tina Turner got out of it and I got out of it and so will you. Uh, find supportive, positive people uh, that can provide you with support because the more support we have socially, the better off we do. And as I mentioned, family isn't always the best uh, best avenue to go to. So uh, thank you for sticking in there with me and listening to Real Talk with Lori. As I said, this is my last uh, week on the Bull Brave Media. It's been great and I've learned a lot. But you can find me on iTunes. I'll be doing some live stuff over there. And always on Facebook, I wanted to remind people that at the end of this month, on February 28th, here at the Brigadoon Restaurant in Oxford Mills, um, I'll be hosting a high tea and a book signing for my book, Life Lessons I Learned from My Dog. I call it the Farewell High Tea because um, I'm going to be moving Sacred Acres from Eastern Ontario back down to Southwestern Ontario, the Windsor area, looking in Leamington, Essex, uh, Harrow areas for a little hobby farm to live with my daughter, her husband, and their four kids. So going to go down that way to do my grandma duties. But as always, uh, thank goodness for the internet. We can still stay connected. So I encourage you to look me up on lauriebowen.ca or Sacred Acres. Thank you so much for the people that have stuck in with me. And thank you to Perry and Abraham who have been with me week after week uh, teaching me how to do radio and uh, live call-in shows. I really appreciate it. I hope that you've been inspired, that you'll go out and you'll look for the book Women Who Love Too Much by Robin Norwood. If you keep wishing and hoping that he'll change, he won't. Nobody will change unless they say, I need help, unless they acknowledge that they have a problem. So don't wait around. I waited for 10 years for my husband to get help. So don't wait. Life's too short. Um, I just hope that you'll look me up on Facebook and on my website, lauriebowen.ca. This is Lori Bowen signing off, and you're listening to Real Talk with Lori. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. You've been listening to Real Talk with Lori. Come join the conversation each week right here with Lori Bowen on Real Talk with Lori. You've been listening to the BBM Global Network. The ideas, views, and opinions of this broadcast are those of the participants of the program and are not necessarily the ideas, views, and opinions of the BBM Global Network Company. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? 
I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.